1: Hello and welcome to the latest episode of the Two Robbies podcast, your place for in-depth chat, discussion, analysis of every single Premier League match week and Champions League as well. I'm Robbie Musto, he's Robbie Earl, and here are the topics for today's episode. We'll discuss the scoreless draw in the Manchester derby at Old Trafford, Liverpool and Spurs both dropping points out of their Wednesday matchup at Anfield, Everton's impressive 1-0 victory over Chelsea and 10-man Arsenal falling at home to Burnley.
0: Want more helpful tips like this? Go to keepitfunohio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit truegreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people, guaranteed. Life is a highway, and on it there
2: will be many chicken sandwiches, but there's only one Mc Crispy, so go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem
1: of a detour. And Robbie Earle, we weren't Mm. going to start with the Arsenal game, Rob. The the Manchester derby, of course, was the biggest game this weekend. Mm. Of course, we'll get to that a little later. But we just both feel, just chatting a few minutes before we start the show, that the Arsenal story is fresh. It's Mm. big. It's shocking. We've just watched it. Um, I'll let you start, Rob. I'll let you start on on wherever you want to start with this result. It's just a, a horrible look for Arsenal. Arsenal nil. Burnley one. Um,
2: where where do I start, Rob, is right now, Mikel Arteta, the manager, has to compromise on some of his philosophies, his ideals, the way he goes about business. Right now, Mikel Arteta is in a fight to save his job. If this continues, Rob, if this continues... In, in the manner that we are, I think, what what, what are the uh, Four points above Burnley, five points above Fulham. If this continues, pressure will come as to this guy keeping his job. Now, for all the trophies that he's won, the promise that he's shown, the belief that I have in him that he's, that he's going to be a good manager, he has to get to not losing games... Winning games and getting his team performing. Like, 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 you know, there's lots of things we're going to talk about. But, but right now, the most important thing for Mikel Arteta, win football games.
1: It's not going to get to that, Robbie Earl, is it? It's not going it, it, to get to a point but, where the, the, the board of directors, this football yeah, club, yeah. will say uh, relegation zone is, is way too close. Oh, we're yeah, into yeah. January, February... Mm-hmm. We're, it's not going to – it can't get – it. It, it, it isn't it to it's, rock bottom it is, right now. It's well, got to be rock bottom
2: right now. One of my questions here, Rob, is Does this? is there any place worse this can go? Mm. Let me tell – let me give you three things that come up. Southampton next game. Everton follows that. Chelsea follows that. Right now, against those three teams, you would not put be betting a lot of money that Arsenal are going to win those matches, Rob. So we start getting to a point where we're fifteen games into a season, nearly towards the halfway point of Christmas, and Arsenal are in the bottom six. Arsenal have no chance of making the top four in Champions yeah. League. Arsenal yeah. struggle to make the Europa. I mean, that's what we're talking about, man.
1: Mm. Let's just let's just rewind a little bit, Rob, onto the game because I want to I want to touch on a couple of things that I thought were positive, okay. and it's hard okay. like, given the result. Yeah, first of all simplified the system we talked yeah. about the last we've looked actually for a little while now rob that michael ateta um and he had joy with this a few months ago kind of yeah. changed the system a lot and they have this yeah. hybrid thing going on with two yeah. systems in one match and yeah. we i think last actually our last pub we saw you know is this a little bit complicated this yeah. lineup was um more simplified four two three yeah. one william yeah. wright lacazette in the 10 position uh, yeah. Saka on the right hand uh, left hand mm-hmm. side and Jacques Elneny back four, goalkeeper, Abameyang up front is a central player. I thought that was better. Yeah. Um I thought they started the game reasonably. Really I thought really there, well, yeah. there was more yeah. there was more energy. It's yeah. obvious that confidence is is affecting the team. So you know, when you see them play, you can obviously see that. Um not taking the chances. A little bit snapping opportunities around yeah, the goal, like yeah. that should have scored one. I'm um, still, yeah. still creativity, creativity lacking. Second mm. half, more urgency, front foot. Rob, you know the fans there were there were trying so to help them. Game, they, yeah. looked, so they looked sorry, a lot. They looked. I just yeah. I'll stop in a yeah. second. No. They looked a lot better. Yeah. Front foot, much more looked like scoring a goal. Bernie, hang on yeah. a little bit. Yeah and I'm thinking this is better Arsenal this is mm. this is the way to try and get back claw your way back into it you know more energy bit bit, yeah. bit of quality bit mm. bit of desperation go and score a goal and go ahead and you know what happens you yeah. know what happens and you know who who it happens to and yeah. we've we said about this guy so many times I think, if i was in the studio today rob i, I would have lost i would have lost yeah. it yeah. on granite yeah. Xhaka yeah. And, the, and, and and his awful indiscipline Correct. Crazy tendencies, by the way. He, he, he looks like he—he he, he, he yeah. looks like a flipping madman at times. Yeah. When they were playing, playing better, yeah. and Angry a chance man. to go on and win the game, I—I I, I couldn't. I can't yeah. fathom the unprofessionalness of, of what I saw with Granite Xhaka, and, and he's still being trusted. And I mm. get it. I get the injuries, and I get that Arteta supported him early on. But wasn't that just the worst bit of? leadership, I suppose, from a senior player. You've seen for a long time.
2: You're right, because it, at that period in the game, Pope was having to make saves. Yeah. Burnley were on a back foot. And all of a sudden, for a team that had come off the run that they come into the game, that they weren't particularly scoring a lot of goals, you just felt like a little bit yeah. of something was coming Here back. Here we go, yeah. And I've got to tell you, Rob, and, and it's not that often, I would have walked in that dressing room, and you see that the, the half-throat that he grabbed... Um, yeah. uh, I'd have grabbed him around the throat and I'd have put him up yeah. against the wall. Because, by the way, that decision, his selfish undiscipline, cost a game. We saw yeah. it happen at, at Leeds a little while ago with Pepe, yeah. and Pepe. They dropped the nil-nil. It happened again. Let me tell you what else was a little bit worrying, Robert. And this starts to fall a little bit with Mikel Arteta. Somebody's got to adjust. El Nani, in a different day, before yeah. the goal, could have got a yeah. red card. He puts two hands in it. In a, in a, now, He's a 28-year-old international footballer. It's not, he's not a 20, 19-year-old kid who you think, oh, he doesn't know what he's doing or he's got caught up. You've had a player sent off. You're marking somebody in the penalty box and you put two hands in the face when your teammate's just been given a red card. That's ill-discipline. But at some point, the man- they have got to be in a position, Rob, where they dare not do those kind of things because the manager's going to come on top of them.
1: Well, how about this then? Matteo Genduzzi, the manager did come on top of him, Robbie Earl. Yeah. He did do it in discipline. His manager yeah. fell out with him, kicked him out yeah. of the football club temporarily. Correct. So, correct. So, that, that correct. was a strong management.
2: We're getting to the point, Rob. At some uh, point, you know, Michael Arteta has got a huge job on and And, and I also think, I was watching the game today thinking... If I'm a player there, today I, I, I would, these parts of the game, and you've been in, we've all been in those situations with teammates where you go, I'm looking after myself today. I'm putting this, doing whatever I can for the team. I'm going to outdo my guy and play. If I can score a goal and give us a lead, if I can stop a goal, if I can make a block, if I can, I'm going to do my thing, Rob. I never saw enough Arsenal players who were doing their thing saying, today I do my job. Now, if if... Some of that, what, what Mikel Arteta is, Granite Xhaka, is at some point I've got to get him out of the football club. Do you know what? It's because he's not good enough for Arsenal. Awesome. And if you've got to do it with El Nenny and Gendouzi, and, and if you've got to almost pare this thing back, it's time to pare it back because some of those people you're relying on are going to continually let you down.
1: Agreed. Agreed. And in I watched interview afterwards with Michael Arteta. Yeah. And he's yeah. asked a question about ill discipline. Mm-hmm. And I kind of I kind of agreed with his first answer a little bit, Rob. And it yeah. was the players want they want to get back. They want to do well so badly, mm. but yeah. they overstepped the line, which is unacceptable. So yeah. so I think the the desperation, the 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 panic, the Lack of emotional control is mm. it, it, a problem, and I when I when I look at players, I made a list like you've just talked about, and Pepe and and yeah. and, and, and Ketia fighting with Sabias and all this stuff. Yeah, yeah. I still think it's individuals, individuals that, that haven't got enough emotional control yeah. to be important players at Arsenal Football Club, and it Correct. goes back to it's a, it's a, it's, a, it's an attribute like the technical ability or physicality or speed. Yeah. Or, yeah. or intelligence. Yeah, emotional control is an important part. Yeah,
2: it, it's a characteristic of being a good player. Yeah. And, and so, if, they're not, if, if you can't handle that, the, the Arsenal Football Club is a giant. We had a we had a talk this week, and, and, and somebody was talking about you know the big clubs. Manchester United first, Liverpool second, Arsenal third. They're a giant Rob. Yeah, they're a giant football club. They've got global support. They've got some. some of these players are not up to what's required from Arsenal at some point we've got to we've got to move on we can't keep going back to the same place because this is going to, this is going to hinder you this is some some point it, it is going to stop you making progress
1: which is a great point rob because when you talk about a giant i totally agree but a giant have we seen it in many clubs before can go to sleep so, this giant's going yeah, to sleep yeah this giant it, it, you know it, it is a the history says it's a giant but Young Arsenal fans wouldn't have seen that. This, this, yeah. this um, transition of this squad, this rebuilding is going to take a lot of time. Mm. Yeah. And I hope that the ownership is ready for that. The ownership has yeah. got to be ready. that this, If the ownership want this club to get back to being that, that roaring giant and, and, yeah. and uh, fighting for Premier League titles, yeah. it's going to take time. It's going to take money. It's going to take patience. It's going to take good decisions. It's going to take good structure. And it's going to to take good uh, academy work and good coaching in the first game. Like a five-year
2: plan, Rob. So four or five-year plan. It's at least a
1: four or five-year plan.
2: Let me chuck one at you. Let me chuck one at you that that I I, I did after the game. And I'm talking. And and I'm seeing Elneny picking up Tarkovsky from a corner kick. And I don't like it. I don't like it for a start before we, you know – Let's get to some detail. Now, I took a moment and I said, Mikel Arteta is struggling badly. He's a young coach. He's never had this situation before. He's got nothing to go back on in terms of, okay, five years ago when I was struggling, I did this, or I acted this way, I went this way on the players. He's got none of that. He's learning as he goes along. And we hope, I hope, and I think Arsenal fans Mm -hmm. hope, he can get himself out of the situation. When I look at the people around him, Robbie Musto, I don't like it. And I don't know the people well enough, but I did a little bit of... So Steve Round, you know very well, was a coach with you at Millsville, was a coach at Everton, he'd worked with Arteta. I don't get the sense when everything's going wrong, Steve Round can get in the ear of Arteta, can whisper something to him and, and, and... be sure and strong and, 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 and affirmative in his way. I think Steve Brown is delighted to have the job. He plays a role at Arsenal, but he'll do what the manager says. Mm-hmm. I just wonder, Rob, if, if, if and it might not be now, between now and the end of the season, he has to look at that backroom himself and he has to find somebody. Don't find his guy. Let me chuck one name at you. Again, I don't know where he is, what he's doing, everything. Paul Clement was a manager at Swansea, has worked with Angelotti, through some big clubs, been through things, managed himself so he knows what that's like. There's always been a great number two. Mm. Some people are great number twos. <clears throat> Is there one of them he can go and find to help him out?
1: It's a good shout. Steve Round um, has been director of football over yeah. recent seasons. He was, a, he was an excellent coach of yeah. sessions. Putting okay. sessions on when he yeah. was at Middlesbrough, with yeah. Steve McLaren, Brilliant. Yeah. And he's he's worked with some 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 good names, Rob, and some yeah, and some good yeah, football clubs. I thing. just yeah. don't know, but 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 this situation of getting into yeah. in the year of Mick at this club, I, I yeah, I don't know, I don't mm-hmm. know whether you know, he has learned a lot. I'm sure, and he's a very studious guy. But I think yeah. it's a good point. I mean, I, I just don't know whether Clement is different, and um, I suppose he's been there a lot closer to it than Roundy's been there in terms of the first team coach. But but listen, yeah. uh, Awesome. I was
2: trying to yeah. find a name. I yeah. just wonder if there's, there's somebody who, God, he must be going home. I was just thinking, if you and are Mikel Arteta going home tonight, where, do you, start? where, where <laughs> do you start? Where do you start for tomorrow? What's tomorrow about? When, when I go in, <laughs> I've got me buddy buzzing. We, we do a warm down. We'll have a chat. Do I do a bit of video? Do I get Jacker in? What do I say? Well, now you do, do you know, wait, is there somebody who can be with me who says, gaffer, gaffer, tomorrow? couple of words da-da-da, let them go Leave it till I don't know I'm no, just, I'm, shout I'm just, to, I'm just trying to find a way for,
1: for Mikel no it's a it's a good shout Rob and, and experience in these situations yeah. I guess I'm not sure there was many situations at man City Rob in his time there as assistant under pep mm-hmm. the that, that maybe he will take it will take lessons from Pep and how Pep dealt yeah. with some yeah, 90 situations because there would have been. I mean, there would have been situations where he's watched yeah. Pep deal with it, yeah. so but it's still a very good point. And and where he goes in, in training on Monday morning mm-hmm. is, is interesting. And the, the the Granite Shaka thing is is again is interesting. And I don't know, Rob, I, is it throwing teacups around? Is that is it kind of no, hammering the team? Is, is there different a now,
2: the, the, players different. the players are different, but he's got to find, he's got to find the thing, Rob, yeah. that, that ignites the players and, and, and the personalities and the way the dressing room and all the things that you only know, can, can feel and understand when you're around it, when you're in the dressing room, when you're around training.
1: Mm. I, I just liked it today, Rob. The, si- the system was simpler. That, yeah. It might be that it just keeps grinding. I'm not sure it's the time to blow everything up and change yeah. everything around. You know, the problem
2: is in, in Monday football, Rob. And the 2,000 fans were there, and they, they clapped majority. We saw one or two, I think, sort of yeah. not too happy and remonstrating. Yeah. That you know, if this continues. Unfortunately, as great a coach as he's been, and and great mm. reputation as he's got, the pressure will come. Mm. It's a big club. It's a giant, as we've said, sleeping yeah. giant.
1: Good, good win for Burnley there, Rob. Just really quickly, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Full mark for Burnley, gr- grinding mm. away. They, they, they control themselves in a couple of fracas. Yeah. Didn't do anything yeah. crazy to get sent off. Rode the luck a couple of times. Good saves, Nick Pope. Um, I, I just think the Sheffield United situation now gives Burnley an out. That's another yeah. team we didn't expect yeah. to be down there, and they might grind. They're going to grind mm. now, Burnley. Big yeah. win, big win for Burnley Football Club. Really was. Yeah,
2: big credit for uh, for Sean Dodge. Maybe, maybe Sean Darch for Arsenal. Maybe I can start oh, those. Uh, Let's give give, give it another week and then we'll see. Okay, let's let's move on to the Manchester door because this was billed as the big game for the weekend. Now, I I don't want to put it out there to our viewers, but most of our viewers will notice there was no two Robbies on either show this weekend. (laughs) Nothing more sinister than both Mm -hmm. had a a, a, a lot of football. We were told by our our boss to, to take a weekend off. As we say, we got a we got a, a winter transfer with Danny Higginbottom bought into the squad, didn't have to pay any money for him. He's online. Yeah. So it's a good, free transfer. It's a good, good free, free, transfer. free transfer. it's a good free transfer. Talked about the subs, haven't we? Talked about Jurgen Kloppen needing more subs, so we, we got yeah. a couple of subs. But what I will say is no two Robbies, no goals in the Manchester Derby. That's all I've got to say, mate.
1: No fun, mate. No we fun. No. Goals. no, I mean what a disappointment, mate. What what a disappointment. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Has the, the, this derby lost? Is it lost its its intensity? I mean, think it's a derby
2: that needs fans, Rob.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. The
2: derby that needs fans. I thought we saw Liverpool and Everton. We've seen a couple of those that have still had a look like a little bit of of intensity and nastiness, and you know, red card and all that. This one never felt like it ever. I also felt going into the game that. Based off what happened to Manchester United midweek and the sort of negative feel around Oli, I thought he came into the game needing not to get beat. Mm. I think he knew that, and I think his team kind of mirrored that. I think Manchester United was so or so aware of Kevin de Bruyne's thing that they set up to make de Bruyne to to nullify de Bruyne. I think Manchester City were aware of of Bruno's ability set up, to you know, the two holdings to say, and almost had so much sort of cancelling each other out and so much respect for the, the playmakers who ended up sort of drifting wide and we ended up playing more like Chomine and, and Fred at times against Rodri and Gundu and it was all a bit like mm. we couldn't get the, the the fair players into the game.
1: Mm. Yeah I thought the United lineup was interesting Rob system wise. Mm. I and mean, I always I always take a close look at that when what, what teams have managed to doing and and poor Pogba it looked like a diamond but it wasn't a diamond. Yeah. Greenwood was more to the right hand side Pogba Correct was left was left of a we can call it a four you know four, it looked yeah. like four three one Pogba was left yeah. and, and you had Bruno in the hole Pogba played better um yeah. I like him in some ways I like him in that position in some ways I don't I like it because Fred and uh, McTominay can do the defensive protecting part and Pogba's got a little less responsibility I'm not sure that Pogba's going to enjoy playing wide left a lot but if he no, rolls in, no. gets on the ball between the lines, links with Bruno, could we okay? Um, so that, that regard, I, I thought it was pretty good. And Man City, Rob, Pep, Yeah, I mean, Pep has, Pep's changed, mate. Pep, Pep's changed yeah. in certain games. I think he's he's realised in certain matches, particularly against Man United, when you've got the pace mm. of Rashford and a few others, yeah. and how yeah. United have beat City, he's changed. Mm. And he's going to go with two holding yeah. players. And he's going to not play Phil forward. He's not going to play... Uh, Bernardo Silva, you know, he's obviously not got David Silva anymore. But that that all-out attacking football that 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 yeah. was in some ways riskier it, in these in games like this. He's not doing that, so that's interesting. And as you mm. said at the start, Rob, it's like you know what, we've had bad results here. I'm happy with the draw. Yeah. And you, and you yeah. talked about how you're going to Solsha. It, it looked to me in my my first notes like it looks like these two are happy with the point. Don't want to lose the game. Yeah. It's lacking yeah. derby spirit. It's obviously mm-hmm. that, a lot of that's to do with the. Um, with the fans not being there, and God, I was so yeah. disappointed, so disappointed. Yeah, and also, Rob, another angle I throw at you, and a few people talked about it on social media. Is it a bit of a sign of two teams lack of quality right now that they don't? They didn't look creative. Yeah, they're, they're, or well, sure?
2: none, none of those creative players turned up. I thought Kevin De Bruyne was getting particularly frustrated during the game. His body language, a couple of times, he throws his arms, he chugs him I mean, He's one of them, De Bruyne. Isn't he? We've all had him in the team there. You know, when things ain't going well, his body language tells you you don't have to have a conversation. You know when he's not happy with you. A couple of times with Jesus, I think, and runners wide. If Mahrez doesn't quite do something, I think he can cut your luck. Do you know, it's interesting you say that, Rob, and, and and I wanted to throw this one in. Man City without Sergio Aguero lacks something. Hmm. And and it's it's not the, the, the direct Jesus... V be him because Jesus can score goals. Jesus has got Billy, You know, create the right chances, Jesus will we'll find the back in there. But there's something different if, if Sergio Aguero's in
1: that team. Is he an easy he, target, he, Gabriel Jesus, Rob? Is he no, an easy target? Tell me if Ryan Sterling played well or Riyabara. Right, I'm, well. I'm, I'm not saying Mahrez
2: so. My point is I'm not maybe I've made a bad point. I'm not saying Jesus is a problem, because everybody will think I'm talking light for light. No, I'm talking about a front line with Aguero in brings something different, Yeah, offers something different. And that's what Manchester City losing. And it's not a direct, like, how much better he is than Jesus or Jesus comes in or Torres plays or Sterling. It's just a front line, it might include Jesus with Aguero, is different. When that guy's on the pitch, something's different happens about Manchester City. Hmm. Aguero in that game might find your way, Rob. Might make one himself, might... Little combination, hit someone from 20 yards, poke his way into one on the far post. Just, I don't know, he's still a miss. He's still so important to, to, to this football club in a way that Rashford missing for Manchester United will be for them.
1: Yeah, I thought none of the attacking players turned up, wrong. No, no. I think You know, bottom line on this, United will be happier the way they defended. Maguire played well. Um, yeah. I thought they started yeah. fairly brightly on the front foot, trying to... Play a little bit, which Oleg mm. and Solskjaer said a little strangely afterwards, Rob, in terms of performances, this is one of our best. What, best, our best, before- best yeah. Yeah. I do not quite understand so- that. I know what he means. So, yeah. if that's his best performance against City, then he wants yeah. to be proactive and play. Okay, mm. so if that's what you want. Yeah. Let's see it. Let's see it. Yeah. You know, Gary Neville, uh, former United player, pundit it's mm. for Sky, said, You know, I want to see United have got to start dominating games with the football. Yeah. And not yeah. playing a counter attack. So if he thought that was a brilliant before or, or the best versus Man City, it was because they were trying to play a little bit in the first half. Okay, so if that's your that's your kind of uh benchmark, we want yeah. to see it from now on going forward. City yeah. on the on the other side, same thing. Defensively yeah. they're better. You know, John Stones' mm-hmm. players playing better. Yeah, he's got back to late, a level, isn't he? Yeah, confident. Back to like uh, level. Ruben Ruben Diaz is a good signing. I, I, know, is, I, I, I'd ask you the
2: question, yeah. Rob, if you're talking about City, you know, just before we, we wrap up on this one, yeah. maybe a different style of play with the two holders. I don't get the sense, and maybe it's part of the season, whatever, that, that, that kind of winning the ball back as quickly, that hunger to drive to go and get the ball is yeah. not the same. Now, maybe that's <laughs> part of, of the setup,
1: <clears throat> yeah.
2: yeah, come on to us and we'll we'll hurt you a bit a different way. As the team who lost the title last season to Liverpool... Are there signs there that they, 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 they've they got that real to go and win it back again?
1: No, that, not yet.
2: It feels like, yeah, to me, I haven't seen enough of that yet. It makes me think, cool, they're going to be the team, you know, to, to beat.
1: I think at any time, you we can sense who who something's good happening. And mm. I think up to this point, it's been about Spurs and Chelsea, really, yeah. where you think, yeah. well, wow, these, these players are probably going to be excited about what's happening yeah. here. City, yeah. not yet. But they yeah. have got better. Yeah. It's kind of tight. As we've seen this weekend, all the big boys drop points. Yeah. That's going to continue. So City's mm-hmm. still in it. They're still in no. it. And that, that feeling, yeah. Rob, might come back in a few weeks. Of with more wins, their, their results have been pretty good recently. Mm. Aguero has got to come back at some point, hasn't yeah. he? I mean, yeah, anyway. he's back in so, training. So, yeah. Yeah. But, but this, isn't, this should end the conversation. It wasn't a great performance from both teams. It was no. a disappointing no. Derby game. And, and we'll move no. on. But, you know, we'll yeah. see. We'll see.
2: Yeah, maybe it's a, it's a good point that they'll look at. Maybe they'll look at a points drop. But yeah, d- difficult one, uh, that one.
0: The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed, also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So, set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.
2: Start clean with Clorox. Because Clorox delivers a powerful clean every time. Because messes happen. Because...
0: And on it, there will be many chicken sandwiches. But there's only one Mick Crispy. So go ahead and hit the turn signal if you know about this juicy gem
1: of a detour. Um, what are
2: we moving to? Liverpool, Fulham, yeah, Liverpool? We are. Fulham versus Liverpool. Now, the headline will, is about Liverpool probably dropping points. I thought the storyline was, hey, well played Fulham. By the way, well-played Scotty Parker and Fulham. We haven't said that very often this season, but we, we've we started and we have recognised there's been improvement from that first mm-hmm. day at Arsenal where it looked ragged and it looked like, yeah. oh, Embarrassing. going to be tough. Yeah. To compact, to discipline, to people understanding the roles. None of that letting runners go that we saw and free mm. headers in the box and all those things. A huge credit to Scotty Parker and his group because he, he he's learned early on, he's got his group together and that's thought, by the way, played some good stuff for them. Could it easily have been more than one nil up and, and would have made it a lot more difficult for Liverpool in the game.
1: Yeah, I, I mean it does go hand in hand. I mean Liverpool's start was was amazingly sloppy oh, and slow. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. you're right. And and if Scott Parker, long way to go yet, I mm-hmm. mean he has he has changed the whole I think the back four or five has changed yeah. from the first yeah. couple of weeks. He's right. tinkered with different players in different mm. situations, and Cavallero yeah. now playing up front. He's tried Mitrovic, yeah. he's tried Lookman in different spots. Mm. I mean, if he manages to 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 find a way to stay up for this football club right now, and let's just have a look where they are. They're still, um, they're down yeah, there there, but down there. i have just got it. Yeah. So they did. Yeah. That. Yeah. They're still. They're still right in trouble. Yeah. Um. But but I mean, I tell you, that that's a good a good manager's job to find ways to get results. I mean, Liverpool, I mean, they could have got, I think there was two or three great chances of Fulham in the first 15 minutes. I wrote it down. There's yeah, two, like good. one-on-ones.
2: Calero had one-on-one in the first five minutes. Didn't took yeah. a bad angle. Keeper made the save. I think Lookman had, had one um, pretty early on as well. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it could well have been, you know, they could well have been more goals ahead at yeah. half-time and then really put, put the pressure um, on Liverpool. I mean, a wonderful strike by uh, Dikudover-Reed, who's, Another yeah. one who, who's just getting better, Rob. I mean, he's, he's gone yeah. from a central position almost like a wing-back now.
1: Yeah, um, took his goal lovely, didn't he? he yeah. Got Beautiful, strike. Beautiful strike. Mm. Allison. you know, nowhere near that one. Really yeah. good play. Um, I mean, Liverpool's... Switching to Liverpool, Rob, I mean, I, I can't remember. My son said to me... No, of course, I watched a lot of games with my son. Yeah. And he said, after the first 15 minutes, this feels like the Watford-Liverpool game where Watford beat Liverpool yeah. 3-0. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I like it I just didn't turn up. They just didn't yeah. turn up, and they're yeah. going to get you know, and it didn't turn yeah. out that way. Yeah. But I am—I haven't seen Liverpool play play like that the first 15, 20 minutes, half an hour of the game sure. since probably that game. I mean, just yeah. didn't didn't show up, and we saw Jurgen yeah. Klopp going crazy on the sideline yeah. and wake up, up wake, wake up. up, yeah, yeah. I just couldn't, I just, I just couldn't believe how Fulham were all over the top of Liverpool after that awful start. I mean, defensively issues again, Rob Matip is out injured Yeah, got injured. with a sore yeah. back. Henderson has to go back at centre-back. Mm-hmm. I mean, they still... Jota's out injured now. They've Six still got past, yeah. a ton of injuries. Jeez. They've still got a ton of injuries. Issues defensively. I don't know what quite happened with Trent Alexander-Arnold and Jurgen Klopp.
2: Yeah, he came off, uh, didn't he? Not happy. I mean, Trent's season hasn't really started in all honesty. You know, we, 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 we give him a lot of praise when he's deserved a lot of praise. And, he, you know, he's, he's going to be a wonderful player. He's yeah. not quite, I don't know, seems to me like his head's not quite in the right spot since we, we've started back. Yeah. And then that can be difficult, maybe as a young player, just, you know, absorbing all that's happened. His rise from being, you know, part of an academy to, you know, one of the best right backs in world football. Maybe all that just yeah. does have an effect. But he's certainly not playing on, on top of his game.
1: Yeah. There's a big decision, Rob, in a game, which I thought was very interesting. VAR getting involved. Andrew Marin is a referee. Fabinho, yeah. we've been... Can...
2: Yeah, and bonus, uh, it yeah. looked
1: it looked really tight. And whether he got yeah. the ball or whether he hit yeah. The, yeah. The, the standing yeah. leg of never yeah. read, was it away through? Yeah, yeah, on the on the wide, yeah, yeah. Um, Andre Andre Mariner didn't didn't give a penalty, and no. then the VAR I, got involved yeah. and said, mm. um, "We think that's a clear and obvious error," which so, is yeah. astonishing to me, astonishing yeah. to me. Mm. Um, but I haven't seen many of these where he went over, well, he looked yeah. at it again, and said, "Yeah." yeah.
2: I made I'm, right I'm, I'm, I'm
1: okay court. with that. I'm not yeah. gonna I'm not gonna re referee it. I thought that was and you know, I thought that was like great, well done. Well yeah. done. VR, get out of it. Stay out yeah. of it. Clear and obvious error. Clear and obvious error. You couldn't say that was a clear and obvious error.
2: It wasn't no, and I thought his first call was right. I and mean, the more I saw it, I just think I know. He goes almost under the foot of Dikoudivarou, gets a little bit of the ball, catches a bit of the foot, but I think the say, It was tight. It was tight. Yeah, and it was great that he had the, the kind of presence to say, no, I'm going to stay with my decision. I'm not going to be forced by this. I'm not going to feel under pressure because you've asked me to look at it. And and I think he got the right result. I mean, interesting, just in the build-up, I think it was, it was a little shove on um, Salah?
1: Yeah, was, I didn't... No, I didn't really. I, I saw they noticed it, but I was kind yeah, of... Yeah,
2: they, they went back and looked it down a couple of times and saying, was that a foul before the, the, the penalty kick? Again, VAR could have looked at it and said it wasn't. Salah made quite a lot, but he did, did get a little shove in the back, in fairness, or maybe overplayed it. But no, it's a good call, and I think you, I, I was pleased that Andrew Mariner this time doesn't feel that he's got to follow yeah. VAR. He went look, looked, he's, he's made his decision, he was happy with his decision. And um, the game played on. I just,
1: I just worries no. me, Rob, about this bar in, in clear and clearing area. I, and over- I worry about the bar. The bar was <clears throat> meant to be set pretty high. Yeah, the bar's yeah. been all over the place. I just thought mm. this one was like, don't get involved. That was yeah, kind a kind of close call. Yeah, the close court he's subjectively at his first yeah. look at it. We've got to yeah. trust the referee's first look. We mm. don't re really referee everything. It was Cavallero, by the way. Yeah, it wasn't Diggler. It was Cavallaro when on having yeah. yeah. a Yeah, yeah. But yeah, I just, I just thought that was. I just thought, oh. Like that's kind of refreshing, but yeah. referee said no, I look at it and actually it's not an error. So, like, okay, thanks, but no thanks on that one. I thought it was good. Yeah, I thought that was good. Yeah,
2: yeah, it was good refereeing. I tell you what, Robbie Musto, and we usually have our underappreciated player yeah. of the week. and um, and I just felt like if I could, I wanted to find somebody at Fulham, and here's a guy who has got four names, which is obviously sets him up the Andre, Frank, Zambo, and Gisa, who was Eisel, instrumental in the midfield. I've seen him over the last few weeks, Rob, where he's having a real effect on, on the football club. He's a talented yeah. player. He's, I think it was time for record yeah. at the time for, for Marseille. He's had a difficult time at the football club. And after going on loan, I think it was Villarreal last season, he was back in at the start of the year. There was some doubt whether he'd even be in the Premier League squad. There was some doubt whether he'd even make Scott team. Had to wait his time but it has been a really important part of, I think, some of the resurgence we've seen in Fulham and deserves a bit of credit because it's been difficult for him coming to a country, mm-hmm. not been great the first time around, goes out on loan, comes back, new manager, maybe doesn't fancy him to bide his time. Uh, but now he's an instrumental part of that, of that midfield. And uh, I just thought it was time to give Give it, you know, yeah. him a little mention as somebody who, as Fulham have got better this season, he's got better. And he may have a really big role to play with, you know, people like Tom Kearney and Mitrovic, who had a lot of experience, who, who are not being used at the moment. And that's a mm. big call for Scott to leave some mm. of those players out. But he, he's getting um, a lot back from Engisa. Uh, so.
1: Yeah, I, I like the shout. I like the shout. I like the player. He's been playing well for mm. a few weeks now, Rob. Mm. And sadly for Fulham, there's a lot of talk about a lot of the other big boys. I mean, Arsenal. Couldn't Arsenal do a like him? I mean, mm. I, again, sorry to the Fulham fans, but I guess it's what happens. When players play yeah. well for you, yeah. there's talk about could they jump another level, and I think he probably could. And Gieser's been excellent in their midfield. Yeah. Good physicality, good on the ball, um, really, really good. So, yeah, but disappointed Liverpool. Can't win them all. Well done, yeah. Fulham. Well done, Scott mm. Parker. I'm not sure we're going to see full, uh, Liverpool as bad as that for the first 20 minutes of a game. 20
2: I minutes mean, cool. that, that was cool. really bad, wasn't it? it was, yeah. As bad as they get, just don't turn up, which you don't really see from a Liverpool team, you know, bad yeah. games and whatever. But yeah, what well played Fulham? Well, I saw some four points Fulham got from the first nine Premier League games. They've got four from the last three and the last three were Leicester away, Man City away and Liverpool at home. So, some of the shows are going in the right direction. Mm. So, yeah, well done, Scotty Parker. Nice big glass of red for you to this evening, my friends.
1: All That's right. Good. Another team. Another team, team, Robbie. Palace. Yeah, nice yeah. Another front runner yeah. that um, that disappointed a little bit in, t- in terms of their performance mm. spurs. I thought they started yeah. off really, really bright. Good yeah. football from Tottenham, Rob. This wasn't, this wasn't, we're yeah. going to sit back. We are going to yeah. get on the front foot. They moved yeah. the ball really well. Mm. I thought they looked like a confident team. Um, the shot from Harry Kane. Um mm. What do, you, what, what, what do you think about that? Because so, the guys in the studio today were kind of really critical of... of yeah,
2: yeah. It, it's quite a, quite, wasn't it? yeah. was sort
1: a of brilliant game, by the way, apart from... Yeah, yeah it's, I mean, yeah.
2: you know, the you know, life of a goalkeeper, isn't it? You make one, or I'm going to see sure if it's an error, but you, 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 there's one yeah. that goes past you that people can't, and then, then all of a sudden you pull out a couple of worldies. Yeah, I mean, it, it has to go down as a goalkeeping error, Rob, because I think of the the place it goes in the yeah. goal. It's not in the corner, it's not in the top. But, but the life of the goalkeeper, he hits a ball, Kane. You see from yeah. behind the goal that it moves on him. Mean, it, it takes a bit yeah. of a dip and the keeper can't really react. But, you know, by the time he has the balls, all this, past mm. him in the back and there. Yeah, I, I'm with you. And, and listen, I'm not a goalkeeper, so you know I, I bow to the the, the the better knowledge of Tim Howard and, people, and experience, but... Yeah i was looking at goalkeeper to be better, but it wasn't, it wasn't a huge howler. It wasn't a howler howler. It, no, it, it, I it, him. it, it caught him out.
1: Yeah, it's a clever strike. When you get the yeah. slow motion of the, the football itself, mm. he managed to strike it and take the spin away. The ball is just rolling yeah. across him. Yeah. And so it, it moves. It's um, a great
2: technique, isn't it? Yeah, it's a lovely no, technique.
1: technique. I, would, I would credit Harry Kane a lot more mm. than, than an awful error for Vicente Guaita. Um, but it, it, it helped Spurs. I just yeah. after that, Rob, I think the Spurs fans will just be a little disappointed that yeah. that, before, that positive, expansive attacking stuff didn't continue. Yeah. The,
2: it, was, it went back, it, back into is that what gonna be one of the problems of that this one of my notes. So I wrote a similar thing, you know, great start, whatever. And then it was almost like the way that Spurs are gonna look to manage their games is that drop off, yeah, back to thing, and and one and maybe against a big against Chelsea, against Man City, that's great. But against Palace, where you can dominate possession, mm. can Josie's team do it another way? Because because
1: Well, this is the whole thing, Rob, is I, I said about it.
2: Yeah, not every game you've got to go back into that shell.
1: Yeah, and, th- and this is where I, I think that Spurs might fall a little short, is is just in this was the sort of the game. I mm. watched Spurs in the first 20 minutes, half an hour, I'm like you know, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe, yeah. maybe Scotland can play yeah. Yeah. In, in such a in such a, mm. you know, a creative the build up play and the getting in behind and create. Cura- yeah. like they can they can knock off because Palace mm. Palace away is is the, is the almost the exact game where I just think, nah. You know, we can see Spurs yeah. go to Chelsea yeah. or City yeah. and, yeah. and yeah. find a way to, mm. but this is the game is difficult for them. And and when they went one and up, I thought, wow, they look pretty good. They just. Mm. Jose's done it before at Chelsea, Rob, with a 1-0. We get 1-0 yeah. up and Spurs have been brilliant defensively. I just yeah. thought, you know, Crystal Palace are big. Physical team and yeah, the second yeah. half. Aerial issues mm. were, were difficult for Spurs. I'm not sure exactly. Dyer. I mean, Alderweireld's good in the air, but I don't know how good Dyer is. And who else is there that's just great in the air for them? Ar- is a, a small player. Yeah, Soko can do
2: okay. He's back there. He can body people off. Stokoe can help. Yeah. I know. I know. They, just, made... they couldn't
1: handle. They couldn't. They did. They didn't handle the aerial stuff very well. And no. dropped back, and then they conceded the goal. And they and they they they, they of course they they desperately try late on to mm. try and get it, but it, it was. Um, I thought it was a game they could have won, and it would have been an impressive yeah. victory. Now I just don't know whether that, that Jose is going to going to look at that and, and and do the same thing when he's one 0 up. He might do, and that has been good for him in the past. And defensively, this team is better, but this was a yeah. difficult game. Palace away with the fans was, was difficult. Mm. And and. It's almost to a point where
2: there's a sense, and and it sounds silly, but almost give Tottenham the ball. They 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 almost have more of a problem having the ball, then everything's set up for Tottenham, not being out of possession.
1: But they were good today with the ball, bro. That's That's the yeah, thing, like but, the first half an then, hour.
2: But then what I'm saying is there was a period where they, they dropped back. Why, why drop back? Why not still dominate the game? Why not, mm. you know, the way that you stop balls coming in your box is playing the opposition's half, which they, they're good enough to do. I, right. I just hope they don't get conditioned to feeling we're not that good with the ball. Because they, we've seen the play. They're the same players who played on the pitch, who who did all that stuff. They just didn't have a good structure and a good defensive base. Jose can bring that to them. I just hope that he doesn't always feel safety. Right. Okay. Yeah, yes. we're winning. I hope that it, 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 the so game's changed. He might have won it in two thousand and four, conceding fifteen goals against uh, all season in his Chelsea team. The mm. game's changed from that era. You know, those wide players scoring goals, those different runs from, from the field, different setups now, making mm. a, a different game than, than what he had under, you know, that Chelsea team who were, were magnificent defensively um, mm. and could just hit you on the counter. Um, probably maybe, you know, players who are only comparable to what he's got at Spurs.
1: Yeah, I thought Palace were really good today. Really, yeah. really good today. Um, yeah. Performance levels are really high. Yeah. And um I'm gonna chuck in my unusual one. I like to chuck in a little unusual one now and again. My underappreciated, yeah. under-appreciated performer of the week yes. for the weekend. <clears throat> and this goes on the back, by the way, of the last game we talked about, Fulham and Crystal yeah. Palace. Yeah, the fans, the home Absolutely. fans, Absolutely. fans of football, fans yeah. of clubs like Crystal Palace, fans yeah. of clubs like Fulham, these yeah. teams, they need yeah. these, they need the fans. Absolutely. The players need yeah. the boost. I thought both these football clubs' performance on the yeah. field. Was affected yeah. by two thousand yeah. fans in there. The feel good factor, the energy yeah. Yeah. and it, it, Palace I thought, you know what? This this we gotta talk about this because it again mm. it shouldn't be that much of an effect, but it did. Both the okay. fans at Fulham Kevin Cottage and at Sellers Park at Palace against Spurs made a difference. And yeah. you know, maybe we've underappreciated fans, Robbie or yeah. Forever, for a long time and what they mm. do and their importance of keeping teams honest and dragging and yeah. on and calling yeah. out and not playing well but, but mainly giving them a boost mm. with, with the support and the energy I thought there was a spring and a step of both Fulham yeah. and Crystal Palace yeah. you can't argue nobody can argue that yeah. there was a spring yeah. and a step and I'm just chucking out there that the fans yeah. really, really helped in those particular games. So that's kind of an unusual Absolute. one. Yeah. But I think that the, underappreciated. The fans mm. make a difference. Excellent
2: point. Excellent point. And, and obviously, we're, you know, we're governed by which tier. Tier 2s are allowed, 2,000, tier 1s yeah. to get there, and 14 for tier 3. It's a really good point you make, Robert. And I actually had Scott Parker on it. It was a later interview that he did. But he talked about when, he's, when his players came in after the warm-up, said there was a buzz about them from the fans, and he said, that came from the fans. It's interesting, he started the game well, and and you're dead right. You know, just having the fans there, talk a little bit about Everton, I think the fans in there, the z theme, people get behind it. It just brings, it's amazing how that that gets you going. Just a little one on on Spurs, just before we we move on, in terms of a little bit of management again from Jose, and, and whether people picked up or not. The door just left a jar for Delhi alley sneaked mm. up to the kitchen with you know a few minutes ago and gave us a little sign that he, he's still around and maybe the manager can integrate him as we get to you know, halfway and into the second half of the season
1: fascinating fascinating management uh, Tongan Dumbalay embarrassed really, hammered, yeah. threw him out the side, mm. worked his way back in a starting yeah. player yeah. Deli Ali, same kind of treatment, and, and this kind of goes back to Arteta and how he deals with certain yeah. players. And I'm a to show, by the way, with Paul Pogba, this mm. is the way that Jose does it. And at times, it seems really harsh. And we're yeah. in, we're in the studio, Rob, we're on this podcast, and we yeah. say, "Wow, that's yeah. kind of personal." But when your team's flying, and when Delia Ali mm. thinks it's a bit harsh, like what's what, what's all about, and he's not mm. part of this first team ex- exciting season. Yeah, it does. It, surely, it makes the player think, "Wow, he's been pretty harsh on me." But the team's yeah. doing great. Yeah, I've got nowhere to go. I've <laughs> got to toe the line. I got. Yeah. I've, I want to get back. This is an exciting time, and, and maybe we're going to see that. And maybe Delhi is going to be an important player, Rob, in the second half of the season. Yeah. Where yeah. maybe in Dumbley's drift a little bit, maybe Lascello <laughs> isn't fully fit or whatever. Delhi could be an incredibly useful player because it yeah. is best. He is absolutely a Jose type of player. But when his Correct. head attitude...
2: in the system as well, isn't he? You know, making runs from deep yeah, and deep. and making
1: runs. He's got the yeah. athleticism. He's tall. Yeah. He's good in the air. Yeah. I mean, it's just whether he can switch on his mm. mentality to be tough yeah. enough to want to yeah. grind it like pierre yeah. L. Heubert does in midfield. If he has a little 10% of his personality yeah. and character, yeah. you know, he'd be perfect for Jose. But it's a good shout, Rob. Yeah. Something I didn't notice and something to, to absolutely keep a close mm. eye on because he could make Spurs better if he if he gets back to his best, obviously.
2: And I think on Wednesday coming up three pm Eastern time on NBCSN, yeah. uh, everybody's going to be looking forward to this one: Liverpool v Tottenham, one v two, top of the table. Jose versus Jurgen. Um, mm. We went to our partners' point point bet sports book and, and, and asked about odds on this one, and, and they have, as you would I think, you'd expect Liverpool f- favourites at minus one hundred and thirty-seven, Tottenham. To win is plus 350 and the draw comes in at plus 275. So they've got Liverpool quite kind of substantial strong. To, to, to win this, to strong favors to win this one.
1: But that's bad money. Mm. I, wouldn't put, I wouldn't put a cent on that. The yeah, money, totally where, where,
2: where... Liverpool having the ball with all the injuries, it's almost set up for Jose, isn't it? It's absolutely set for Jose.
1: Set up. Set up for Jose. Yeah. I, I, I think Spurs will win this game. We just watched Liverpool defend, Rob. Yeah, and wow, Fulham could have scored four goals. We know there's more issues <laughs> with Matip. Spurs are, are in good shape. Good Fettle been knocked a little bit yeah. after dropping points at Sellers Bar, Crystal yeah. Palace at plus three fifty. Mm. That's that's pretty good odds, I think, for mm-hmm. in this particular yeah. match. And, and some of these odds, you know, there's some there's definitely some value. You know, we've said before, wow, like, they're only yeah. that price or that. Yeah. So there's yeah. some value there, and I think yeah. this particular these odds you just chucked at at me. Spurs at plus three fifty is where I'll be putting my my little my little wager. And,
2: and Jose knows, doesn't he? These games are the sometimes the important games. I I I'm looking more at the draw at two, plus two seven five. I just wonder yeah. defensively if, if Spurs can handle what 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 uh, Liverpool do doing in, in up front and in, in those runs from Mane coming in from that side against Aurier slightly worries me a little bit. Mm. Regular is he's great going forward, but you know he's mm. going to have to deal with. with the great Mo Salah on the other side. Need, so,
1: Liverpool yeah. need to be at their best, Rob. They need to be at their attacking yeah, best. Yeah, we talk yeah. about that. If, mm. if we haven't seen you know it's 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 been it's been a exactly mane has been a bit, a bit of, a kind yeah. of
2: performance could be very, very different. But uh, yeah. yeah you almost get the sense Jose's kind of rubbing his hands and getting the plan ready on this one and it
1: almost he, he was thinking like it's a good time to play him. It's a good time yeah. to play Liverpool. Yeah.
2: yeah look forward to that Go one on Lancy on. and uh, we'll we'll no doubt have a review of that when we do our podcast midweek well, let's just finish off with a um, great win for Everton uh, this weekend, Robbie Musto. 1 0 yeah. against Chelsea in a game where it shows that possession ain't everything. I think uh, Chelsea had about 72% of, of the ball, um, Everton had 28%, ball, but win the game. Well set up, um, some good individual performances collectively, some resilience uh, at, at time and um, got the goal that mattered. I thought it's the first probably mendy mistake we've, we've kind of seen. But um, fair play to Everton and, and uh, Colin Angelofti because he, he's kind yeah. of got a little bit of that, that kind of spirit we saw early in the season going again.
1: Yeah, I, I thought he needed it. I thought he needed a result. He needed a performance. He needed a boost. Yeah. But this this kind of exciting project, if you like, is just dwindling a little bit. And certain players, you know, had the honeymoon period of initially yeah. looking great. And, and we all talked about and Wow, this Everton team's very different. And then they disappointed a little bit. I thought it was a really good performance. Yeah. I thought they were very happy to be defensive. After scoring that first goal, the penalty in 20, I think it was a 22nd minute. I'm um, yeah. very happy to be in defensive posture. Four centre-backs played along the back. We yeah. know issues yeah. to Digne and Seamus Coleman, the full-backs, really good players. Yeah, And important oh, players for Everton yeah. that weren't out. And deserved it. Absolutely deserved it. I mean, before we got to Chelsea, Rob, I, couldn't, I looked at the table, and I think it's pretty amazing this. Everton... And now we're just two points behind Chelsea in the table. Yeah, it's crazy. Two points behind
2: Chelsea. Yeah, yeah. Mean, all that we said about, all the great things we said about Chelsea.
1: they know, know, but a terrible run. They're two points yes. behind them. So I thought that was like, wow. And fair play. Everton are back up there. They're back up there in that top echelon that Ancelotti Ansh, Ansh, talked yeah. about last weekend. He didn't yeah. want to, he wanted to stay in that top area of the league table. And they're two points behind Chelsea. And a disappointing Chelsea, Robbie Earl.
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, you know, they went into the game, 17 games unbeaten, everything uh, everything flying. Listen, I think Frank said after, like, yeah. he knew some, one of these days was coming, almost like, you know, that's who we are. And and it was, it was a good sign that, you know, after the game, all the players sort of down on their knees and, 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 and disappointed. And I think it just went to show that they still work for this Chelsea team to do. We, we shouldn't get over-carried away, but no. they've been on a good run, they've got a decent squad, but... Penetration wasn't wasn't great. It was one of those days when you probably realise why sometimes Olivier Giroud is a sub, not a starter. Kai habits, Robbie Musto. Kai yeah. habits. Are we are we expecting a little and I know he's had COVID and so maybe getting over that and difficult coming in and whatever, but I gotta be honest, I'm starting to expect a little bit more than what I'm seeing. Now again, is he a right sided player? Maybe not. But when you pay that kind of money for that kind of quality, mm. Mm. I, I'm hoping for a little bit more.
1: Well, we know what he's already said, Rob, is that he's basically said, "Wow, well, this league is quick. Yeah. And it's physical.
2: Mm. And
1: you can was, watch him in the games.
2: Know, Tell us something else we don't know.
1: Yeah, I know. Mm. But, but when you watch him play, Rob, and yeah. you're sitting there and he gets the ball and he's, he looks relaxed on the ball – and then yeah. somebody comes in from the side and, wha- and makes a tackle or takes a ball off him. Mm. He's got to get up to speed with it. It is different. Yeah. But you've got yeah. to change your game. You've got to, you've got to mm. be a bit more aware of what's around yeah. you. It happened, it, happened, yeah. it happened many times where he thinks he's got more time than he yeah. has. Mm. Um, but he's young enough to adapt. And, and and football, Rob, and I say this to people about my career. If there's one word, I think I might have said it before. I apologize if I repeat, repeat myself here. If there's one word that sums up me in my football career and maybe mm. my media career now is adaptability mm. adaptability i i had to adapt as a player in different circumstances to stay with it to stay with a great team to stay in mm. the midfield to you know i you have to adapt to, to a lot of things in my professional life yeah. he's got to adapt now he's mm. got to show he's got the mental um intelligence yeah. The personality to adapt to a difficult situation and find a way, figure it out, find a way yeah. to be a little tougher, maybe. Maybe yeah. use your arms a little bit more, a little he's bit more a awareness, yeah. a bit yeah. quicker, maybe yeah. play a few more first time balls that might just knock yeah. people off, come yeah, and close yeah. you down. He's got to mm. adapt. He's very, very young yet. And he's a, yeah, yeah. He's a wonderfully talented oh, player. Yeah, but got to nice. to oh,
2: ability, you got got everything, size, ability, fit, yeah.
1: But, but yeah, but you've, got, if you you've, keep you've got to
2: find your way in this league because the other thing that happens, Robbie, if, if if he's not careful in these few from back in our days and you run to, to to current day, you can kind of get a reputation where people will 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 start wiring into you, and you know he's going Cause, to take cause you. Extra, give him the chance
1: because you give him a yeah, chance.
2: Take an extra touch. So, like you say, a little bit of one touch, you know, pass and move and and receive. And just put people on the back foot all of a sudden. And then he might get a little bit more time where he can get on the ball and that. But he's, he's got to learn that. He's got to learn that as well, which is really part of what Frank says is, is the development of this football team. And it might be next season, yeah, before we, we see the best of him.
1: Yeah. Um, I, the other thing I was just going to mention, Rob, uh, Christian Pulisic. Um, and by the way, Chelsea, you know they did lack creativity. They yeah. did lack a little bit of prolific yeah. kind of quality. No shot yeah. inside the yeah. second no. half of Chelsea. A real yeah. off day for but them attacking yeah. like center. Yeah. But yeah. again, we're the manager, so we have new, you know, information mm-hmm. that again he's still he's still aware of something in his hamstring. We've said this before that he's got to figure it out now, and you know yeah. he's, they've got to get to the bottom of it. Got to be careful. Mm-hmm. Is is there? And I know this is kind of very acute right now. Is this risking? It, it, a career that could be a stunning career. Chelsea, the top level of English football, in a club mm. like Chelsea. How long before they get yeah. frustrated? Yeah. And yeah. you know, how big a problem is it, Rob? Or, or, or well, could well, it well become... the, the problem becomes,
2: and, and, and Frank isn't is very early in his career. But let me say, and I'll say Jose Mourinho, and I don't mean this in 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 like don't. Take this as a character assassination, but for Jose Mourinho, he would want he wants players who he knows he can rely on to do a job in his system. If Christian Pulisic's injury is going to stop Jose uh, in Jose's team regularly being part of Jose's team, Jose would almost have to park him up. Great guy, I love him to death, but he can't help me every week. Now I don't Mm. think Frank's at that position yet, but some point Frank might be. At some point, and the pressure starts to come on, is this guy who? is this value can do these things, regularly going to be part of my team, available when I need him as a sub, available when I need him to start, and available when I need him away from home for the next two or three games. We don't know that at the moment with Christian Pulisic, and it's a worry. And, mm-hmm. and, and statements like he felt awareness with his hamstring and that are all little niggling things that need addressing and, and whether it's mm. sports science, whether it's, I don't sure, I'm not sure what they, they, well, they need to start to get to the bottom of this. So, mm. so we're not saying Christian Pulisic, like, fingers crossed every time we talk about him. Yeah. You can't play a Premier League career with your fingers crossed. Mm.
1: Yeah, I know it was a rehab centre when we played, well back in our day. Yeah. If you had an unusual, complicated injury, you'd go off to Linyshaw. I went there third, once for a muscle injury that I kept getting. Mm. And the rehab treatment there was brilliant. Mm-hmm. And I was there for a long time. The first team was out of my head for, for about yeah. two months. It take you away, don't they? Yeah, Stronger, 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 mm-hmm. stronger workload And I came back and I was absolutely it's fine. Sport science is so much better than Yeah, you,
2: Rob. Surely we were in a position where yeah. they can get him to the right people's exercises, yeah. stretching, all the things that he need to do. But, but we're, 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 we're nowhere near the point yet where we're making decisions. But at mm. some point, Rob, you've got to, got to address this thing.
1: Got to, got to figure it out. Yeah. yeah. Got to figure out. Right, mate. Let's just go around some of the other results that caught mm-hmm. our eye just finally before we wrap up. Um, yeah. West Ham United, again, in different podcasts, we'll go into more detail. Things are starting David to look really Moyes. good there. David
2: Moyes. Manager of the Year.
1: I'll give you another manager He's of the Year. There. I'll give you another manager of the Year. A club that I, I think you thought might have a difficult season. Southampton. 3-0 yeah. against Sheffield United. I mean, talk about two managers that...
2: Manager I, of the Year. Well, Hassan Hurtle. Hanson Mini Poch.
1: Mini Poch, mate. He's, I think he's going places, Rob. Sorry, mm. Southampton fans. I, I think yeah. he's ready. He, he, he will be set, personality, experience, demeanour. Yeah. yeah. Uh, looks ready for a, for a mm. bigger club at some point. And I'm, Southampton must be flipping sick to the teeth yes. of people leaving them for higher yeah. things. Mm. But really, really good. Sheffield United, again, uh, we'll get into it at a different time. Yeah, I mean,
2: it's podcasting it's itself, starting
1: right? to look like they can't get, they can't recover. I mean, and, it's, it's, it's incredible.
2: it's Rob. And I know we'll, we'll, we'll probably we'll try and jump on one more, maybe have an half an hour on, on what's happened to this team at some point, maybe after Christmas. But hmm. where we've said, and I, and I think we've agreed, that credit in the bank means Chris Wilder's good. You know, they go down yeah. and down with Chris Wilder. Yeah. Is that ever a negative? Is that ever like, because this manager isn't going to go, it, it affects things in the football club. Do, does a bit of desperation not be a bad thing at this point? It, it, it...
1: I think there's too, ma- there's, too, there's too many examples, Rob, of good managers being fired, yeah. spiral into
2: mm. badness.
1: Yeah. I think the time you, you fire Chris Wilder
2: yeah.
1: is the middle of next season. Sheffield mm. United, unfortunately, have been relegated and yeah. they're, they're floundering in mid-table. That's mm. the time where you're like oh, okay, yeah. we got to do something different. we got to try a new avenue. You don't do that now. I don't think you do that now.
2: No, I, I was more saying, does a bit of desperation maybe, maybe get you a bit, a bit better results on the pitch? Like, oh, we're desperate for this. Whereas at the moment, it feels like if they go down, Chris, well, Chris will be with us and we'll go yeah. back. It feels like there's yeah. a bit of a reluctance to, to accept that, come on, have a go. They're not even having a go at the moment.
1: Yeah, and a different manager can reprogram them yeah. for a short period of time to get a boost. Yeah. I just, my, my gut thought feeling is that I'm not sure anybody else could get a lot more out of this group of players. Rob. I might be wrong. I might be wrong. You throw somebody else in there, like a yeah. Nigel Pearson, for example, mm-hmm. um, yeah. and, and he might cajole and switch and turn the dial attacking dial up a little bit, which I think yeah. he's got to start doing. Well, yeah. it's, it's either that or you either turn the dial up and start attacking more or you say, um, actually, we're going right. to get, get a point. We're gonna we're gonna get clean people off as you
2: did last season and
1: yeah got only do do that a lot to 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 find their way again but yeah he's gonna I mean I I just can't believe I just cannot believe where they are right now I just can't believe it
2: crazy isn't it crazy Uh, good day for the for Aston Villa like penalty win for them against Wolves Leicester three nil against Brighton Brendan Rodgers getting the job done great just gotta be careful about. You know, all this good football and, 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 and great reputation. But, you know, I always feel like he's just got to make sure he gets enough points. I think mm. they'll be OK. Newcastle, 2-1 uh, winners against West Brom. Bangs a little bit more pressure on Slab and Village. But um, mm. Mm. I have to say, mate, another fascinating week in, in the Premier League. It's absolutely uh, mm. crazy stuff. On a weekend when it was like none of the top teams grabbed any kind of incentive. None of them got uh, three points. I think it's one of the very few times none of the established big six have won on a, on a weekend, if not one of uh, um, the first time, none of the big six yeah. have won. So, yeah, it's not been a normal year. It's not going to be a normal Premier League title, but it's always much watch TV. We'll be back on match day 13 when we've got a full midweek of fixtures. When Liverpool host Spurs, that's a big one. Jersey takes on Jürgen at Anfield as the two top teams go head-to-head. So we'll be back Thursday, December the 17th to review all the action, all the big storylines from the midweek fixtures. But for now, I'm Earl. He's Musto together with the two Robbies. Thanks for watching and listening. Until we stay safe and stay healthy, it's a good night
1: from me. And it's good night from him. Good night.